Welcome back to Team Talk, ESPN Radio 101.7. The team, Sam Hauser, Scott Galetti here till 7. And right out of the gate, we're going to go right to the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline. It's a, such a treat for us here in Albuquerque. Can't think of anybody better to help us preview Cowboys and 49ers Sunday at 2.30 right here on ESPN Radio 101.7. The team, then the radio analyst for the Dallas Cowboys, Babe Loffenberg, with us on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline. But, Babe, before we get into football, I understand that we still owe you a, a sweet roll or two from Frontier Restaurant. Absolutely you do. And you know what's so funny? i got to <laughs> tell you guys. First off, hello, Scott, and hello, uh, Sam. But my brother and his son, uh, my nephew, went to the New Mexico Bowl to watch UTEP, where my son was. And uh, I told him, I said, hey, when you get there, you got to go to the Frontier. And I said, it's, it's great. I said, breakfast burrito, the cinnamon roll. I said, get it all. Anyway, they went when they landed, and then they went every day thereafter. They loved it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love it. Well, no, yeah. surprise. It's, it's just, it's the whole experience, yeah, right? Surpri- exactly. Exactly. What a surprise. Yeah, no, it's the whole, yeah, you get the food, you get the sweet rolls, and it's just the experience that you can't find many oh. other places of just zipping through a line on, on your way through at Frontier Restaurant. Well, I'm, I'm glad they enjoyed it. I'm glad they got to uh, come in, into town and enjoy the New Mexico Bowl. We were certainly glad to have that uh, back on the schedule as well. I mean, to have... Uh, to have it, and, and, you, and they got to see a, a great game with UTEP in Fresno State, babe. Yeah, gosh, UTEP turned... You know, they were driving to tie it up and, and uh, you know, turned it over on that last drive and that hurt. But, uh, hey, I was just happy you guys got to play a bowl. Yeah. As we know, teams were canceling left and right, last minute. Uh, so I was happy that they, they got it played, as I'm sure everybody there was. Absolutely, and uh, certainly glad to have you back uh, here uh, in, in, in Albuquerque as we're talking to Cowboys radio analyst Babe Offenberg here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. Well, let's get right into it uh, with this game on Sunday. Cowboys and San Francisco 49ers will have the game on 101.7, the team. Pre-game at 1.30, kickoff at 2.30, and we're going to take the post-game coverage all the way Sunday through the night until about 8.30 at night, and, and, and I'm, I'm curious to get your thoughts on this as we're talking about this game. You know, there's so much about Trent Williams and, and what he means to San Francisco and that offense is on the offensive line. You know, Sam Monson from Pro Football Focus making a case for him uh, this week as potential offensive player of the year. And so Joe and I were talking about both offensive lines earlier, and I made the case for maybe the most important player in this game to be Connor Williams on, on the uh, uh, as a guard for the Cowboys, uh, Babel Offenberg. I'm curious your thoughts as far as who you think might be the most important Cowboy in this game if they're going to win. Oh, so yeah, you're taking uh, Trent Williams for San Francisco, Connor Williams for Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> Offensive lineman. I love it. You go right to the O-line. Um, you know what's funny? Somebody was saying, you know, we were, I was doing a show earlier today and they said, you know, matchups and how do they match up and who would you have liked to see and I said, you know, shoot, the playoffs come around. There's not a good matchup. You know what a good matchup is? Playing the Giants or playing Jacksonville. <laughs> Although Indianapolis might yeah, be really. otherwise after what happened to them. But that's, that's a good matchup for the Cowboys. But when you get to the playoffs, typically every team's going to have a, a, a good offense. They're going to have a good defense. They're going to have a good quarterback. They're going to be well coached. I mean, you know, San Francisco won 10 games this year. Kyle Shanahan's been to the Super Bowl as a coordinator, been to the Super Bowl as a head coach. So, I mean, it, I'd, I'd love to be the one to tell you what's going to happen and predict it, but hey, every time I do, guys, uh, Sam Scott, every time I say, you know, this looks like a goal-scoring game, it's 50-48, to 48, and every time I say, wow, this is going to be, I don't know how they're going to keep up with the points on the scoreboard, and it's a 
17 to 13 game. So I've, I've given up on predicting. <laughs> and and fair enough, but you know, for for you and Brad, from uh, from our standpoint, for the listeners, you know, certainly the entertainment value we're we're thinking you know should be off the charts because there's so many uh, positions and position groups of strength for for both of these teams. So you know, I'm not going to ask you to you know put one matchup or one group against an, another one necessarily, but what are uh, some of the, the key elements of this game that you are looking forward to with you know, San Francisco kind of flying under the radar because of who they're in that division with, you know, as far as the way that they closed out the season, uh, Cowboys certainly on top all year, sweeping the NFC East, two really good teams. So, you know, what are some of the, the uh, parts of this game that you're looking forward to? No, San Francisco, you're exactly right. They're an interesting team, but when, when you're at that NFC West, man, it's just one tough game after another. As a matter of fact, the Cowboys in their division in the NFC East, which I think we all would acknowledge is not a real strong division, they went they went six and zero. San Francisco went two and four in the division. They beat the Rams twice, but then they lost to Seattle twice. They lost to Arizona twice. So those are those are tough games every week. Whereas you know Cowboys, you got a really big break here against Washington at home. Half their team was gone. Philly played the junior varsity on the last game, so it was it was a totally different thing that these two teams went through in terms of the division. But, you know, I, I think it starts defensively with San Francisco. you got to block Nick Bosa. You know, he had 15 and a half sacks. He led the NFL along with T.J. Watt in tackles for loss, which is a big stat. I don't get into all the pro football focus. You know, this guy on a Sunday when he had Wheaties had four and a half pressures. <laughs> but I do, get into, I do get into sacks and tackles for losses and uh, – the two different entities, you know, and he had 15 and a half sacks. And again, he led the NFL in tackles for losses. So you, you, you got to be able to handle Bosa and they're really good along that whole defensive line. And they've allocated a lot of resources to it as well. Eric Armstead, you know, he's a first round pick as was Bosa. So they've, they've allocated a, a lot of guys, a lot of draft picks there to their defense. And the one guy that I, I don't know why, but he just doesn't get the recognition to me, that he should. And that's your middle linebacker, Fred Warner. I mean, he is, I mean, he makes every tackle. Uh, I remember uh, Bear Bryant talked about the great Leroy Jordan when he was at Alabama. And Bear Bryant said about Leroy Jordan, who obviously became a great cowboy, he said, hey, if you're between the white lines, Leroy's going to tackle you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's a little bit like Fred Warner in the middle. I mean, he is, you talk about, you know, sideline to sideline. I mean, people... Again, if they don't follow the 49ers closely or, or at all, 54 is going to make a lot of tackles. Babe Loffenberg with us on ESPN Radio 101.7. The team, the radio uh, analyst for the Dallas Cowboys, will have Cowboys and San Francisco 49ers Sunday on ESPN Radio 101.7. The team, 1.30 pregame, kickoff at 2.30 for Super Wild Card Weekend. And so, uh, Babe Loffenberg, appreciate you have uh, you making some time for us here on ESPN Radio 101.7. The team with a guy that you're very familiar with in in Scott Galetti, who is uh, who's with us here as well. Go ahead, Scott. You know, babe, it's been so many years since we've caught up, and a lot of that is on me. But I got your uh, information. It turns out I had your number already, but I got your email from Brad yesterday, and we were able to hook this up. And it's great to have you on. Uh, back and, to the defense. I, oh, go oh, ahead, Scott. I have to tell you, I have your number. Okay, <laughs> and when I see the eight hundred five pop up. I'm a little bit in heaven right there. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. San Francisco, what are we talking there? What, I mean, I know that. Well, actually, I, 
No, it, it was Oxnard, actually, but uh, Oxnard, uh, Ventura area. But uh, what I wanted to ask you about, basically, back to the defense, first question for you from me is the news about Javon Curse. I know that's a guy that you and Brad talk very highly of, every broadcast that he's playing. Uh, how big is it for him to hopefully be back in the lineup? You know, I think he'll be really big. He, he led the team in tackles uh, this year. Matter of fact, first safety to lead the Cowboys in tackles since Barry Church did it in, in 2014. But uh, he's really been, you know, they signed him on a one-year contract, came from Detroit, was in Minnesota. I want to say, well, I will say, totally flew under the radar when they signed him. I don't think anybody said, hey, guess what? We got Jay Ron Kirsch. You know, that guy played at Detroit. <laughs> but he has been. He's been fantastic. I think Dan Quinn has done a great job of using him. Um, but here's the thing, too. In this game, if you want to talk matchups, uh, he's a big safety. I mean, he's 6'4", 215, rangy. And obviously a big part of what San Francisco does is with their tight end, right? George Kittle. So he's a guy that can go handle Kittle's size if, when they go man-to-man. You know, one thing about Kittle, I mean, obviously he's a – He's just a great player, period. Um, and, and so many times you see, you know, today's tight ends, they're really just big receivers. They flex them out. Kelsey's probably a great example of that in, in Kansas City. But Kittle is that great receiver, but then they line up, and he's an inline tight end. He blocks as well as any tight end in the league. So I, I think J. Ron Curse is going to give the Cowboys a good guy to match up with Kittle. Now, Kittle, as we all know, like any great player, they're going to make their share of plays. But J. Ron Curse is going to make his share as well. Babe Laufenberg, our guest here on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Tank Hotline. The analyst with Brad Sham on the Cowboys Radio Network. You'll hear the broadcast on Sunday against the San Francisco 49ers. Okay, Babe, you got Dak, you got Zeke, you got C.D. Lamb, you got those guys on offense. Who do you see on the offense this weekend being the guy that needs to step up and being the guy who ends up having the big game? Well, the guy I am kind of looking at, because we, we know what C.D. Lamb's about, right? We know Amari Cooper and all. And we know Tony Pollard, but I'm looking for him to get a few more touches in this game. He, he missed the Philadelphia game. He was resting his foot, which he had uh, injured actually in New Orleans. Um, but I, he's just an explosive playmaker, and they, they're going to find a way to get him the ball. And I'll be disappointed if he doesn't end up with, 10 to 15 touches. I mean, people talk, oh, 30 touches, 25. Nobody nobody touches the ball like that. But I, I do want to see him in that 10 to 15 range because if, if he has the ball in his hand 10 times, somewhere in there, he's going to make an explosive play. Big run, big catch. So to me, he is a bigger part of this as, as anything. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we all know <laughs> as as the quarterback goes, so goes your team. So and I expect Dak to play well. But but I do think Tony Pollard could be a little bit of that X factor in this game. Yeah, I think a bunch of people expect Dak to play well. That's why I didn't ask about him in particular, but that was a great answer. One more question for me, babe, and this goes back to my couple of years covering the Cowboys way back when. And knowing the fan base and everything else, what is the pulse of the fan base now as we go into the playoffs 
and this team has a golden opportunity to get to the Super Bowl. It's going to be a little bit tough having to go through the road and all that stuff. They right. have home field advantage throughout. But what are the expectations and what's the buzz in the Metroplex? I don't know. It's a good question because uh, obviously they haven't been to an NFC championship game here in 25 years. So Right. That's why I'm expectation, asking. Yeah, expectation might be a little strong. I mean, there's an expectation in certain places. I mean, New England, there's an expectation. I think Pittsburgh, there's an expectation, uh, or, or has been anyway, for the last 10 years. Um, but I don't know that there's an expectation. What it really is, I, I think... To be honest with you, Scott, I think people are afraid to dip their toe in the water. <laughs> I can They're see like, that. Yeah, it's like, you know, every time I get my heart broken, and I said, well, it's no fun to, to go into it thinking your heart's going to get broken. You know, you've got you to gotta dive head first into love, right? So, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I think this, especially in, in the NFC, um, there's no team that they can't beat. And, and they, right. you know, they went to Tampa in the opener. They, you know, Brady and, and the Bucs needed a, a last-minute drive at the end to beat them. That's on the road. Tampa was celebrating their Super Bowl. I mean, a, a really almost playoff-like atmosphere in, in that opener. So there's no team that, to me, they can't beat. But by the same token, there's no team that can't beat the Cowboys. I just Fair think enough. it's all that close right now. And I'm not a gambler. Um, I think the line is Cowboys by three. I think that's what I heard. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you guys do gamble. <laughs> So basically, if it wasn't at home, they're saying these two teams are evenly matched. And um, for the most part, that, that's the way I see it. You know, and it's always, gosh, it's so crazy, the NFL. And, you know, it's not a round ball, right? It's not a basketball. We dribble it down. It comes right back up to where we want it. So the ball takes a funny bounce, and you just have to hope it bounces your way. Because, again, we, we know they're going to be, for the most part, close competitive games. But at some point, you've got to be the team that gets the break. As it relates to the Cowboys' offense, and and you know we appreciate the time again, uh, Babel Offenberg with us on ESPN oh, yeah. Radio one hundred one seven, the team Cowboys radio analyst. We've seen the Cowboys get creative at different times this season. You know, we've seen Connor McGovern line up at fullback. We've seen the Cowboys play around with with quick screens with Ceedee Lamb and and some of these different elements of the offense. As we're getting into the playoffs now, is there anything along those lines that you think we'll see on Sunday, or that you'd like to see the Cowboys try to do against this Forty ers defense? I don't know that I'd like to see him, but the one I think the one trend that I saw this year, probably more than any, um, and I think that it's been growing for the last, I don't know, two, three, four years, are the trick plays. And, you know, before you'd see one or two a season, and now it seems like you see one or two a game. Mm-hmm. And Kellen Moore, to me, has been great with it. And, of course, now he came from Boise. And, I mean, he played at mm-hmm. Boise, obviously, won 55 games there or whatever he won. He was crazy good. And Boise did more with that stuff. If you remember the Oklahoma game by chance and the bowl, he wasn't the quarterback at the time, but <laughs> they just they just brought out, I'll call them trick plays, exotics, whatever you know, you want to put on them, but uh, they just brought out play after play. And you should, before you'd run one, and, and a team would run one, especially in the NFL, you wouldn't see another. And, and, and the most exotic thing was a halfback pass, right? Flip to the halfback he throws it to the receiver, and now there's all these, you know, crazy plays that you see. And uh, but they're effective; they work. They get teams running. Hey, San Francisco 
ran one last week. Of course, they'll use Debo Samuel at uh, wide receiver. They'll use him at running back. Well, he was at running back. They pitched him the ball. He threw a touchdown. <laughs> so teams are not afraid to call those. Before, hey, I was there. We would practice them, practice them, practice them. And we kind of say, why don't we keep practicing? We never call them. And we didn't. And now, you know, they, they get called in the game. And there'll be one, there'll be one or two in this game. Mark my words. When you watch it, you'll say, ah, yeah, they was talking about all those trick plays. We'll certainly be keeping an eye on it and uh, looking forward to the call on Sunday. You and Brad Shambay really appreciate the time. It was, it was a treat to have you on here in Albuquerque. And next time you come on through town, we'll have a sweet roll waiting for you. That's, uh, you're going to buy, buy it, right? Oh, uh, well, Scott oh, yeah. will, but yeah. Yeah, we'll buy it. Uh, Scott will, yeah. Okay. Can I just say, put it on your tab? <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, yeah, there you go. We'll, we'll, we'll work out it. the details on that uh, next time you're through town, but uh, that'll be uh, waiting for you. And uh, thanks so much for coming on today. Thanks, All right, Sam, Scott, thank you guys. Always good talking to you.